0: You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on the voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Bow-dow-now, bow-dow-now, dow-now-now-now, <taphyhet> Let's go. All right. 6.07 in the morning. Ruben na hump day. I guess you have Rubens on that uh, Eric Swalwell fat campaign uh, travel stuff. Said he did more travel than Nancy Pelosi. And she's supposed to be running around, you know, at least raising money, right? Uh, Eric was like, he was like Daddy Warbucks, dude. He was killing it. Him and Fang Fang and big Democrat Senate hopeful Ruben Gallego. Going to Qatar and Gutter and all those all those Middle Eastern companies riding their hump camels. Just doing it up. Doing it up. Doing it up. I say, I think of all... we've. There's been so many funny balloon memes with this whole balloon thing, right? I, I think the Fang Fang Valentine's Day one was amazing. That was, it was sweet and touching. You know, where she said, Eric, happy Valentine's Day, Fang Fang. You know, you
1: had asked, uh, I think you or a listener had asked if, if it had maybe... Not launched from China, but launched in California, and somebody uh, called in and said, "Yeah, it was launched at Swalwell's house." So,
0: wow, that's nice. The um, A throwback to last I, I, I was going through uh, news this morning, and it was the Channel Three thing up in Phoenix. They had some sort of story. I, could, I can't take Mark Mark Kelly talking is like. I, I, I didn't want. I, I just woke up. I didn't want to fall asleep again. The
1: irony was a little rich. I, if, if you're going where I think you're going,
0: so he's like, uh, "Yeah, we got some strategies for balloons." And I'm sitting there going, "Is this coming from the guy whose company took Chinese money and Pima County taxpayer money to start a balloon company?" Is that is that is, is that is that is that that guy, Mister Flight Operations, with for the,
1: that with? chinese co-owners or something (laughs) tech transfer why were they so interested in uh...
0: so someone who's in that salc world who hears me make fun of worldview all the time says hey you know they're 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 a real serious company and they're i said i don't know that you 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 remember it's all proprietary they're running around with our money and we, we, we're we partners in their business, basically. And they don't tell you anything, but you're sitting there going, yeah, they're a real deal. I, I don't know. Was I supposed to go real deal on Ryan Hartman's appearance at the Pima County Board? Is that, is that the one? Pima County Board meeting yesterday. Also, oh, Robert Malone, the guy who made Neil Young cry. Uh, One of the inventors of mRNA vaccine technology and who is a... Neil Young did not invent mRNA technology. (laughs) Maybe, you know, uh, but Dr. Malone... That's why he was upset. (laughs) Now it all comes together. (laughs) Dr. Robert Malone will be on here. We had to reschedule him. Uh, We had a little bit of kerfuffle with the booker, but we're good now. So 707 and then the folks from Navy Week, supposedly a Navy human being, will be here in the third hour. Very professional radio, as we like to say. Anyway, so I watched the board meeting a little bit yesterday, and a lot of the stuff that Joanne talked about sadly came to fruition. With uh, you know, they, they just slammed it through. But my favorite part. So we got to get to the uh, we you know the thing about uh, hiring the guys from Brooklyn to convince Hispanic women who don't want the poison the the vaccine in their arm that 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 flew through 4-1, of course. Right, hey. Hey, uh, how you doing, huh? Oh, what? You don't trust it? Oh, the blood clots got you down? Don't worry about it. Hey, we got Dr. Cullen here. She's going to help you out. Hi, it's me, Teresa Cullen. Uh, Me speak a Espanol como ti. Do you feel that sisterhood? Hey, listen to Dr. Cullen. She knows what she's talking about. We got another paragon of health here, Adelita Grahalva. She's real. She's going to help you too. Get that. Get that vaccine. Keep that old COVID away from you. The other one I thought that was pretty funny was uh, hiring the stiletto uh, people from Canada. Give them a hundred thousand dollars to do to do. Basically, it sounded like they were doing the consulting work. They were doing was. Doing interviews with small and medium business people as part of the, I mean, for 105 G's. I'll do it for 50. I'll throw Matt Neely in and we'll do the whole thing for 55. And Matt and I will split the dough. Right? There you go. I mean, we'll serve champagne at the damn thing. <laughs> and we'll still make out like bandits.
1: Maybe sparkling white wine, but...
0: instead of Or some, you know, Martinelli's, but... Uh, you know, we had a we had a people fly in from New Brunswick, right? We couldn't. I remember you all. You, you guys all bitched and moaned about uh, do, Hud Bay being a Canadian company doing mining here. It's okay to fly the New Brunswickers in who are basically like what? A, I feel like new. They feel like they're the Canadian people from Maine. They I feel like them in Maine can hang. Trust me, I'm married to a Maine girl. I know all about Mainers. Um, Not to derail you, but did you see they're having a problem on the northern border now? No, sir.
1: Yeah, they're having a surge of. I think it said it was migrants from Mexico coming through the northern border. So, I'll see if I can find the story for you. But awesome. So, I, so while the president is over in Ukraine helping them enforce their border, you know, of course, <laughs> now <laughs> we get now we get two borders that we got issues with.
0: We do have some good lines out of Joe from that um, that press conference yesterday. I like.
1: Well, we'll get to it. I, I have I have a favorite. We'll get to.
0: I like that he kind of tripled down on. Uh, um Nord Stream. There's a great line on Nord Stream. We'll go we'll get it's it's magical. Um so um so they bring up Heath, the uh 30 year old the economic development guy, very nice guy. He's a guy who sits around with Zach Yenser and John Winchester and they tell each other they're all great. Okay. Uh so anyway, so You know, Steve Christie's like, well, is this something that they were adding on? Did they want you to do this? And why aren't we doing this? And I swear to God, he said this one. This was great. He goes, oh, the timing of this, Supervisor Christie, is we were so busy with the battery factory deal that we just couldn't do it ourselves. You're like, what? What did you guys do in the battery factory thing? What did you do? It's an it was an Arizona it was a State com- one, right? It's a Commerce Authority deal. <laughs> Come on. So between you and Trio, remember altogether your one point six million dollars of payroll. You couldn't get that one done. Oh, we were busy with the battery deal. For what? It's like get out of here. And then, call to the audience is getting mucho spicy. And I'm going to tell you something. Adelita just hates you people. She didn't want you to cheer. She didn't want you to do anything. People had signs up that were showing up on the camera about no to mandatory mass, no to Teresa Cullen. And she would say, Oh, you got, I can't see the people's faces behind you if you hold your sign up. That was her. I mean, she was so weak. So remember, the more she cries, the more you guys need to keep going. Be the South Park to her Megan Markle, as we like to say. So that's where we're at. Uh, Matt was amazingly accurate. Usually, you know, he's 50-50 on the weather. Killed it on the wind today. You said it yesterday. It was coming. It started yesterday, too. It's a, it's a Mac daddy right now. When I walked out, to, I was like, holy, open the garage door. It was whipping up from the south. It was whistling. Oh, it was like something out of a movie. It was like Twister. It was, wow. It was wild. I'm just telling you, man, batting down the hatches.
1: It was uh, calm when I left,
0: but... Uh, um, East side has got nothing going for it. But yesterday afternoon, we had... Uh, I
1: don't know if it was an outflow from a thunderstorm or just what. Not to go all Mike Shaw on you. Hi, Mike. Absolutely. But, I love Mike. Um, but... Um, yeah, we had, a, we had a heck of a win yesterday, um, and then uh, lightning and thunder, yes. Oh, it was in that order, as it usually happens.
0: We were on and off on the rain, but there were some big downpours yeah. in OV yesterday, uh, yesterday. Yeah, okay. So I was pulling up to It's Greek to me to pick up dinner for last night, and I was talking to Sergio, but then all of a sudden it just, went, just blew up, man. Uh, it is Ash Wednesday, so don't be one of those dorks that says to a Catholic, hey, you got dirt on your head. Come on. No better. Be better. That's all I'm saying. All right. Let's go to break. We'll do rundown. And uh, Bill. let's play, let's play that. Uh, well, we'll, we'll do the Bill Maher piece leading into Malone. I think that would work better. So, uh, Oh, let's do the Schweikert piece. We'll talk about him tomorrow. David Schweikert was on Tucker on a subject that you didn't know he was ever going to talk about umpire John alerted us to this one so here we go for a windy day get the lighters Gosh. out and start whistling with Klaus Meina. it's like, like a real scorpions guy this is really Klaus whispering this is this is authentic he did it first take ah uh, alles klar de commissar you're on Wake Up Tucson, 103rd of the Voice, Local News and Talk. Dr. Robert Malone coming up at 707. Uh, Betsy did remind us that Lutherans get ashes too. Thank you. I know there's various uh Christians that get ashes. So, like I said, I just I always remember, it was always great in college. I'd get it at like the Newman Center. And it's just like, hey, bro, you got dirt on your head. Love it. Love it. Uh let's get to Congressman David Schweikert. And as you know, David is very involved with uh, um, Social Security Medicare the budget very wonky but umpire John sent us this yesterday David Schweikert was on Tucker Carlson talking about something I've never heard i whether it's on the air or David and I have you know having a lunch or something this has never ever 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 come up so' we'll, and uh, and of course I'll Talk to him slash razz him about it tomorrow.
2: So, Matt, take us away. And he has a new bill that will, if it passes, finally make public these documents that the public has a right to see. He joins us tonight. Congressman, thank you so much for coming on. and Thank you for having me, Tucker. First of all, why are you bothering? People have been trying to do this for all these many decades. And why do you think they're taking such... Major efforts to so the So, David, introduced a
0: bill to publicly
2: disclose oh, uh, all I records to JF, JF, JFK Look, assassination. I
0: have
3: an odd personal theory that for citizens of a republic, for the republic to work, you've got to have information. You know, it may be information that makes you uncomfortable. It may make you realize someone didn't tell you the truth. But information makes a republic, a democracy, work. And right. this is an example that if you don't tell the truth... It, yeah, someone's get, may be embarrassed. Screw it. So, sorry for the language. But no. the democracy, freedom, information is more important than someone's vanity.
2: Well, that's exactly right. And in this case, I, I, what I find so, so bothering, almost chilling about this, is that everybody directly involved is dead. I mean, James mm-hmm. Jesus Angleton died a long time ago. So really, this could only be institutions protecting their institutional reputations, or maybe it's darker than that. Like, what's the, what's the explanation? Everyone's gone.
3: Oh, it, Look, in Washington, um, we have a family theory. It's money, power, vanity. And in some cases in Washington, it's all three. They worry they're gonna lose some money if someone finds out there were bad acts. 60 years ago, um, the you know reputation of agencies are just their political power base. Um, But my theory goes just the opposite. I actually think we need to have a much more open government, dramatically more open, treat the American citizens like adults. Exactly. And I think
2: actually that may be the moment that you have people start to trust institutions again. Amen. That's sunlight, the only disinfectant. If this ever comes up for a vote, I would love for you to come back, Congressman, and we could talk about who voted against it and why, because there's no reason that anyone would.
0: I, again, I, I don't know why he's on this one, but I know what D. Simone's going to ask him at 7.07 on Thursday. <laughs> so a uh, crazy old man that uh, r- yells at clouds and spends a lot of time in the basement. Um, uh, and, of course, after his beautifully timed uh, – it reminded me of when him and uh, Zelensky were walking through Kiev and the uh, and the air raid siren went on. It reminded me of the Chevy Chase uh, movie Funny Farm where they were trying to sell this house, get out of that town, and so they were doing everything they could to trick someone into buying the house because they wanted out so bad. So as the couple walks out to the lake, there's the guys, and they have a little deer, and the guy goes, it's a release the deer, and the deer goes, oh my God, look at that. It's like a sign, right? That's what it reminded me of when the air raid sirens, and of course it was confirmed by CNN... When their reporter, Mr. Marquardt, said, "Um, I haven't heard anything until this guy showed up. (laughs) I'm sure I could see uh, KJP uh, reading nervously off of her, her, her binder, right, going... Well, the Russians knew they they might have gotten to no, know that that the president was there, and they were trying to get him or something like. That. I get to see that as a great spin, right? So anyway, no, they're trying to make him into an action figure, they of did. Course. Remember the spin from the? I read from that guy yesterday. who yeah. said this is how America saved Europe twice in the twentieth century. Aviator <laughs> Joe. Yep. <laughs> we're going to compare America's worst politician possibly ever with the America's greatest generation. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so think about this. So, Joe is mumbling at the podium in Warsaw. That's in Poland, TUSD, uh, grads, just to let you know, right? I know there's a lot of you that think the, uh, the train derailment in Palestine is in the Middle East, but it's a town name. Anyway. So, um, quote, Putin thought he could use energy as a weapon, but no, we mobilized and reduced our dependence on Russian energy resources, unquote. (laughs) Did he just say he blew it up again?
1: (laughs) I believe so. Guys, guys guys got no filters left, so
0: that's, we'll continue this on and then I have a, um, A horrible story about, actually two horrible stories of people that have friends of the show who have businesses in Tucson that have been uh, attacked by the crazy drug criminals. So, Shock Jock Radio continues. 6.35 in the morning. Christopher D. Simone, Esq. And it's windy out there, kids. It's windy out there. Just posted it up on Facebook. Uh, two uh, Tucson drug criminals have hit two of the Wakey family uh, businesses out there. Our good friend uh, Ben Ryan uh, from Divine Bovine and uh, Poke on Tank on uh, Grant and Cold there both got hit in the last uh, basically five six weeks. Just blew through his window, and then. Uh, our good friend Juan Almanza has a, a, a another building that he owns on Grant for another business he's working on, and they tagged the crap out of that place and just ruined the outside of it. So, um, as we know, you know, we know the TV news covers it once in a while, but we know that Mayor Council, Arizona Daily Star, Tucson Weekly, and uh, Blue Check Dylan eight bucks a month nerd um, don't care. It's really sick. It's getting worse. It's pushing out to the edges. It's coming your way. Free buses. Oh, that's oh, that's right. I didn't get to that one. I the. I don't know if I still have that. Damian Klinko, the guy who got his butt kicked uh, by. Uh, an unknown after all the powers that be got behind him with six figures for his uh, election to be on the Pima Community College community board. college governing board. He just came out with an op-ed that Bill Number Two sent out about we we this this uh, this free bus ride stuff is amazing. What was the last time you think Damian Clinko paid to go on a on a, on a Suntryon bus? Like never. I'm going to tell you something. You want you want you want you want to improve the crime stats around here? Make people pay a dollar fifty to get on the bus. All you're doing is giving criminals a chance to the move around. Now, and now if you if you want to do the city used to do it for their employees, but if you want to do some sort of deferred uh, rate thing for people because they're working poor or there's this is means tested. Well, that's different. Have them... You want to do that? You want to subsidize that? that that's fine. Which they probably were doing before right. all Just, this. They got to go to an office and present themselves as a human being with needs, right? But wh- if you do that, I don't think the drug criminal coming out of uh, the uh, the wash uh, across from that lady's uh, yard... She was at the Board of soups yesterday talking about the next level of uh, of invasion of her yard uh, from the Tucson Crime Free Coalition, that mom in uh, Kazachik's uh, ward there... Um, yeah, I, the idea that they doubled, they quadrupled down on free buses is so stupid. both things, right? Right. So if, I'm gonna tell you something. If you're the dude or it's Nikki, it's year. If you're, oh, I think he's a, it's more than that. Oh no, no, no. The subsidization when Higgins looked into this when we first started it was in the 40s. So that's the total <laughs> subsidy from yeah. the city, and
1: I think the incremental cost. Anyway, it's got to be 60, right? I bet it's 60 at least. I'll
0: we'll have to look at that. I'll have the girl from SunTran call me. I just got to say it on the show. SunTran, 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 call me. You say
1: Beetlejuice three times, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what we're saying is one time I said something about a meeting I had at SunTran and how scared they were of the neighborhoods in Tucson. And they literally have a program that listens to all media. And if anyone says SunTran, they call you up. So hopefully SunTran will call me up. But uh, like, all, so if I'm the dude or Nikki Lee, I'd be like, uh, do you know that the, the free busing is bringing the criminals out to the east side? I mean, why would they walk? Right? Especially if it's getting hot in the summer, just hop on a nice air conditioned bus, punch the driver in the face, take a dump in the back and uh, get dropped off at Pantano and Broadway. What's, what's the diff? What's the deal with free busing? Thank you, Jerry. So, we got that going for us. Um, <laughs> what else do we got here today? Um, so, TEP. Remember, they, they they want propose they they want to hit you with a rate increase. Also, not they not that rate increase. Another increase. A different other rate increase. Absolutely. Great. So the 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 electric company that has supported all the elected officials that crushed the working poor would like to crush the working poor not just once, but twice. So speaking of public utilities crushing voters, the racist governor
1: put out a tweet that said uh, she's going to dump uh, five hundred grand, half a mil, into uh, flipping the legislature. I'm hold that so thought. again.
0: No, hold that thought because you're right. Yes. Sergio Another put great. Sergio put that in our private Wake Up Tucson discussion group, which was a great post, and we'll get to that. So anyway, uh there's there's gonna be uh let's see. Five meetings uh between February twenty first and march twenty ninth. But in the end you're gonna have to go uh you're gonna have to pound on the uh corporation commission. Just don't even don't even waste time talking to T E P. They're useless. All right. And literally tell them no. Remember, they're already they're going to hit the working poor for seventy five, uh, an extra seventy five cents a kilo, whatever the the, the thing is on your uh, electric bill with the city of Tucson special election. So think about this in April. So uh, John put in our Facebook page that they're they're they're, they're looking at they're having another uh, outside group look at giving the uh, mayor and council uh, pay raise because mm-hmm. they want to put that on the November election. But we're Some, something something else that.
1: Something else that candidate Yenser was uh, in favor of, back way back when.
0: Oh, uh, wh- wh- who was candidate Yenser? Oh, he 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 wanted the. Mm-hmm. So my thing is the money. I I, I tell you if, when it comes to this deal of paying them, right? So maybe you know when you when you get the when you're paying twenty four thousand dollars, you get stuck with Paul Cunningham. Right. I mean twenty four thousand dollars is. I mean, so I guess they're getting paid the, the per capita income of someone in Tucson, right? So I've always said the money's already there. You don't have to do anything. It's already in their budgets for their offices. All they have to do is fire one of their aides, right? And you could be a full-time or a part-time and just take the money from the person that you would have paid. That's it. You don't have to do it. There's no, there's no, you don't have to do that. Just say, look. Either you're a part-time person with four aides, or you're a full-time person with three aides. And, and just assign that salary to the council person and have them do something called work.
1: So you think they're going to make this a non-financial uh, hit to taxpayers? Of
0: course not. It's always a <laughs> financial hit to taxpayers. <laughs> All right, Matt, got, Matt mentioned it, so I want to go to it. So Sergio put this in our uh, Wake Up Tucson page. It's uh, the racist governor uh that's uh Hobbs-y.
1: who politicized the border, but we're not going
0: there. Oh, wait till we get to that. i gotta I gotta finish that story uh so she said today I'm committing a half a million dollars to flipping the Arizona House and Senate to twenty four to secure a governing majority and deliver results like lowering costs <laughs> taking away e s a s of course, that's results for her. Uh, fully funding education which is what matt's talking about um so anyway so how much is that from the party fund is that what's left that's the party fund right unless she's got
1: half a mil just sloshing around in her pockets
0: so all those uh, all those companies that wanted to get on their good side and make up for it like aps they're funding the flip of the uh, they're they're funding the flip of the majority just to let you know, APS leading the parade with a
1: quarter of a million dollar donation. Uh, that's true. So but think about that next time you're writing your two hundred fifty dollar check for air conditioning. If you know if you're if you are a customer of APS, uh, think about that next time you're writing your two hundred fifty dollar or more power bill check.
0: Uh, so Matt mentioned uh, politicizing the border. Well, there's a lot of politics of the border, but this is from Hank Stevenson, uh, who used to write for Capital Times. Now he has his own Substack called Arizona Agender. Agenda, Agenda, Agenda. Uh, that's a different one, um, which I wouldn't be surprised. If there's not one written with the someone who lives off of Fourth Avenue. Now. Um, so around the time uh, the racist governor was meeting with Amlo, the Mexican president, and the new Sonoran governor Alfonso Durazo, on Friday, she fired the entire twenty-six member board of directors. The facility—I I, I went to the page yesterday. She's the only one on who we are. She she put herself on there. She's a board of one. This is how sloppy Katie is. She didn't have anyone to replace the twenty-six she fired. It literally, if you go to board of directors, it just has a picture of her. Hey, look at me, I'm a console alone. Um I want only organic coffee for our meetings for me. Um its board uh, was full of movers and shakers from the border and business regions who all got a five-sentence letter Friday afternoon announcing they were being fired. <laughs> I wonder if it's like
1: the Dear John letter you got from Kozachek a few years ago.
0: Ah, you found that picture yesterday. I did. That, did that come I stumbled from? upon it. Ah, that's the only way you can find that is by stumbling, that picture of me with my Steve Kozachek firing me letter. Um, of course, the firing sent shockwaves through the business community. Uh, Improving the relations with Mexico was one of Ducey's earliest and most urgent priorities. Um, While cleaning house at various agencies may be standard for a new administration, it hasn't been uh, at the commission. A few of the fired members actually had been there since Janet Napolitano. (laughs) Whoops. Whoopsies. Um, So, of course, they had the fire... Kirk Adams, who should have been the senator of Arizona before Mitch McConnell told Doug Ducey to make Martha McSally the U.S. senator. So that's 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 the story on that. So what happened was Kirk Adams, remember, was Doug's chief of staff, right? And then all of a sudden he resigned. Well, he was getting, he was resigning so Doug could name him the next senator of Arizona after uh, Johnny Mack died. Okay, so. Then, because remember, Martha McSally's godfather, because she she's a young lady always looking for father figures in her life, is John Kyle. Like, you know, I know a bunch of you hate McCain. I'm there. I'm, I, I didn't like McCain either. John, John Kyle's like, he's like McCain 1A. Okay? And he's the one who shoved Martha McSally continually down your throat. He's the one who brought her to Arizo- back to Arizona to run for Congress. So I, what, the way I'm hearing it is, you know, Deucey's trying to, he's, he's got the, uh, the marble thing on his desk. Right. And he's mixing a couple of new ice cream flavors, right. Cause of his cold stone creamery day. He can still do it. He has the little, the little ice cream spades. Can I say spades? And, uh, you know, he's got the cherry and the chocolate and he's doing it. And the phone rings, right. And Patrick Patak runs over that little weasel used to work for Martha. Uh, Hey, uh, Senator McConnell's on the line. Oh hey, Mitch, it's Doug. Uh I'm trying out a new ice cream combo. Oh that's great, Doug. Uh I hear you're gonna name uh uh what's I don't know, Kurt Adams or something as your uh uh uh, uh your Senate candidate. Uh you I mean your new senator. Uh I need you to do Martha. Uh why? She was she's not she's not a good candidate, bro. Uh, because uh, I'm going to cut you off on your funding at the knees for anything for Arizona if you don't make Martha your girl and then we wasted, 100, you know, again, we wasted about a total of $150 million on Martha McSally being the worst candidate humanly ever I mean one of the reasons we have both Kirsten Cinema and Mark Kelly is Mitch McConnell John Kyle and Martha McSally again Martha was a, I thought she was a good elected official Horrible candidate. Just horrible. And horrible, horrible advisors. Yeah, let's go, let's go, you know, with Mark, you know, Mark Kelly. I'll I'll beat this dead horse one more time. Uh, We're never going to talk about you voting for the Trump tax cuts and alleviating uh, the pain for business owners and working families. But you know what we're doing? We're doing Cold War with Red China through Mark Kelly and the Balloon Company. Which, in the end, for geeks like us, we get it because we understand the whole worldview thing. But for the average voter, you're like, what? We're doing chi balloon stuff? Oh my God, the elegant Trogan just walked through the studio. <laughs> That's Jim Bednerick, of course, our bird watcher extraordinaire. <laughs> that was his Adrian Cronauer right there. That was beautiful. So, good morning, Jimmy B. Beautiful surprise. So, anyway, uh, Hobbsy has blown out the entire Arizona Mexico commission. I can't wait till her and Rahina name the, the replacements. It's going to be great. I, I, Oh, it's happening. Betty Villegas will be on there. Oh, it's, uh, it'll be, we'll bring, we'll bring them all back. Damian Klinko should be on there too. So free buses across the border. We'll do it all. All right. We come back. Uh, Bill Maher talks uh, to Ari Melber from NBC news talking about how uh, this is the uh, story about how people who are already uh, who have built up natural immunity through getting COVID is way better than any of the vaccine crap. And then he asked him and the other reporter, well, where are you morons on this? And very interesting. Leading into Dr. Robert Lone coming up at 7.07. Zeppelin at the O2. Get it into your life. Amazing performance of Kashmir. All right, we're going to get to this uh, Bill Maher piece, and then I'm trying to. Get, hopefully, I can take a call, but I also want to give you a background on Doctor Malone before he gets here, because I don't want to waste talk time with him, setting him up and giving you anyone who doesn't know who Doctor Malone is. So, Bill Maher uh, was talking to Ari Melber, I believe, of NBC. He's kind of, I think, his name's on the piece that originally that talked about uh, how uh, natural immunity if you got some sort of form of COVID is much, much better than um, any of the magic and by magic, I mean, not magic uh, vaccines and MRNA things. So let's go to Bill Maher, who's still making too much sense over there. Let's go
4: today. Kind of a big story. I think I wonder how much it's going to get covered in the liberal media because it's about how natural immunity, they did a giant study, 65 countries or maybe something like 65 countries, many, many different studies. They looked at them all. Natural immunity, as good or better than the vaccine. Something I've been saying since the beginning, and I get called an anti-vaxxer. That's not an anti-vaxxer. This is the kind of thing I, you know, my problem with the media from both sides is not that you, you guys lie. It's that you tell me your side of the story that you want me to know. You don't tell me the whole story. I'd be curious as to how much that play familiar. this story gets, because... I I remember reading that they did a study of Republicans versus Democrats. The question was, what percentage, this is like a year and a half ago, what percentage of people who get COVID require hospitalization? The answer is less than 1%. Almost half of Democrats thought it was over 50%. They listened to your network. Where do they get that kind of information? That was to you. That first? was clear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. that, that's bad information they have in their head, and it's from one side.
0: So, again, just nails it, right? When he said that uh, 1% of people who got COVID needed to be hospitalized since the beginning of 2020 1%. So, but he says Democrats that they've surveyed say that 50% of people that got COVID have been hospitalized. And he says, look, They're listening to NBC. They're listening to these various things, right? And, of course, they have no real answer for him, other than they're a bunch of hacks. That's all right. Again, and the problem is you have a public who thinks, still thinks, a portion of them, a good portion, too high, that listen to the news as if it's some sort of straight, objective thing. And as the guys that are getting paid by Pima County to help get uh, Hispanic women injected, I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. So Robert Malone, this is the guy who's coming up at 707. Just want to tell you who he is. He's an internationally recognized scientist physician and the original inventor of mRNA vaccination as a technology, DNA vaccination, and multiple non-viral DNA RNA platform delivery technologies. I hold numerous fundamental domestic foreign patents in the field of gene delivery, delivery formulations and vaccines. I have approximately 100 scientific publications with 12,000 citations of my work. Um, He's chaired numerous conferences and I've served as a chairperson on health and human services and Department of Defense committees. I currently sit as a non-voting member of the NIH Active Committee, which is tasked with managing clinical research for a variety of drug and antibody treatments for COVID-19. He has his medical degree from uh, Northwestern, uh, fellowship at Harvard, scientifically trained at UC Davis, UC San Diego, and the Salk Institute Molecular Biology and Virology Laboratories." And, of course, he, he served as a professor of pathology and surgery at UC Davis, University of Maryland, go Terps, and the Armed Forces University of Health Sciences. Um, so, of course, uh, how did anyone, you know, how did, how did he get to where he's got is that basically his experiences and concerns regarding the safety and bioethics of how COVID-19 genetic vaccines were developed and forced upon a world and then expanded as discovered the many shortcuts, database issues, obfuscation, and frankly lies told in the development of the spike protein genetic vaccines for SARS-CoV-2. Personal experiences involving identifying, developing, and trying to publish peer-reviewed academic papers focused on drug repurposing and the rights of physicians to practice medicine, as well as what I've seen close colleagues Uh, have further influence close colleagues go through have further influenced me finally unethical mandates for administering vaccines to adults and children began to be pushed by governments my research into what believe is authoritarian control by governments so this is the gentleman who uh two christmases ago sat down with joe rogan for two and a half hours on his podcast and talked about i mean one of the quotes is well everyone knows tony fauci's a lie liar And that's the one that the world blew up, well, on the left side. And Neil Young said, I'm going to pull back Rockin' in the Free World uh, from Spotify so no one will really ever listen to it. And then three months later said, "Ah, I'm okay now. So can't wait to talk to Dr. Robert Malone. Sean, let's talk after Dr. Robert Malone. You're on Wake Up Tucson, of The Voice, local news and talk.